go. Four guys in the basement talking about what's their favorite classic rock. Honky tonk. Ben likes the red hots. Chris is in the shower crying. Time is on the mic. Diane Jones is drinking cold ones. And we're all smiling. Surviving. Talking Rock in the Basement is recorded in a basement, but often outside. Welcome to Talking Rock in the Basement. It is uh, Friday, November 20th. I'm Tom. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Ben. It's the big dog. Yeah, we have no Chris this week. We're always missing somebody. Every week we seem to be missing somebody. But no Chris. He's busy. Uh, I think he's working on another PowerPoint project, I believe. Yeah, I think it involved circles and some sort of uh, fluid. Fluid. Uh, somebody was... Somebody's phone was there glitching away. Um, it's probably Chris. That's uh, Chris trying to get in on the show, but not this week. We don't need him anyway. Yeah, he gave us the podcast supplies with a, a stirring spoon and a, a paint can opener. Um, uh, the, the box that Chris gave us, all this stuff. It's, it's literally a mystery box of just <laughs> nonsense in there. We were joking that um, Chris's mom was yelling at him to clean up the basement, so he just threw a bunch of stuff in our podcast box. So I guess it's better to have a stirring spoon than not to have one, Ben. True, I don't have one. Yeah, so now you have one. It's yours. I like it. Um, so we got a good show today. We're gonna basically talk about um, ACDC's Power Up new album. We'll get we'll get to that once we uh, we rant and have a good time beforehand. Get us uh, juices flowing. But um, I wanted to wish a uh, big talk and rock birthday to the none other than the Big Jones. Monday you were turning uh, forty. <laughs> 35. 35. Um, Jones and I went to the gym today. Yes, we do work out. I, we like to mention it often. Um, and I got the guns out right now. I got my Thin Lizzy cut-off t-shirt. Not messing around. I worked on arms, so I figured uh, I'd show them off to the boys. Um, they are not impressed. Not in the slightest. <laughs> not in the slightest. Uh, but Jones and I were talking today, and he's saying, you you still feel like you're 25. You, you look like a young man. Like yeah, a fetus. Yeah, I feel 25. Right. And I was saying, I actually knew you at 25. I thought that was pretty nuts. You know, our relationship was crazy. Are, yeah, 10 years almost. Um, yeah. when, when, when Tom met Jones, it was... Uh, the decade of dominance. Decade of dominance. That's good, Ben. <laughs> um, yeah, February, March of 2011. So it's coming up on 10 years. But Ben, uh, you and I got Jones beat. Our relationship. Was it 25 years now? Something like that. Yeah, it's uh, since time began. I was like, hey, Ben. So it's... Uh, linked up but to get the show started right i was figuring we uh we all chug some beers we don't have to shotgun them because it's a little bit messy and we want to keep uh talking on the show you guys down for jones's birthday this could be a challenge if you guys want to accept that but um start the show off right chug some beers what do you think what about uh we just use that beer bong we got a beer (laughs) i brought the beer bong my only concern is um jones is phenomenal at this he doesn't make a mess i will make a mess I, well, Chris isn't gonna be holding it for you, so I, I challenge think be accepted. Right. Let's do it. Um, oh, well, the, the thing is the setup. Do you want to set it up, Jones? Uh, we'll obviously do it in the kitchen, or we can do it on the balcony if you're worried. Um, wh- whatever you guys want to do. I was just trying to keep the show rolling. Well, we'll need two people the whole right. time, so we might have to hit the pause button. <sighs> The, 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 we can do it. The goal was to get us excited and amped up on the on the podcast, but we'll come back turned up. We'll come back turned up. All right. When we come back, we're gonna be turned up. Oh! 
Celebrity scat singing. I like it. You never know what's going to come up. So we just all did our uh, uh, our beer bongs, and you can check those out on our uh, on our story, facebook.com slash talkinrock in the basement. Very exciting. We're all super amped up now. We're going to have one hell of a show. It was great. I also wanted to mention um, Jones' birthday is Monday. It was uh, Joe Walsh's birthday today. Happy birthday, Joe. Yeah, Joe. He's the man. <clears throat> Eagles, James, uh, James Gang, you name it. He also does a, uh, a radio show off their public radio out there in California every Saturday night. So if you're into some good radio, definitely check that out. I listen to it. It's really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I like it. I've been meaning to listen to it, but I, I haven't yet. I always forget. And it confused me the whole Pacific time. So I tune in and like, oh, wait, I'm way off. So what's cool about it is Joe talks about personal stories uh, along the road of playing with you know uh, other acts and stuff like that he talks about playing with the eagles and it's really cool i, I enjoy it definitely got to check that out i've been so uh because at the same time saturday nights is that all request saturday nights wncx 98.5 up in uh up in cleveland they play you know all the deep tracks b-sides you name it all hard rock so i've been listening to that on saturday nights so i gotta change uh start listening to some joe walsh that's my guy they playing heavy metal on there on uh, All Request Saturday Night, it's all, that's all it is. I love all it. All it is Dio, Black <laughs> Sabbath, uh, some deep tracks of Motley Crue, GNR, you name it. They're playing it. That's where it's at. Any ACDC? Of course. I'm sure there's even more ACDC now since they just dropped that new album that we're going to talk about here shortly. Um, but another album actually just dropped today, uh, Mike Campbell's new uh, album. It's called, uh, what have you got? Reckless, Reckless Abandoned. And um, his band's called Dirty Knobs. So we were actually going to see them, I think, this year. It was either going to be this month or a couple months ago. They're going to play at the uh, the Birchmere in Alexandria. But, of course, all this COVID nonsense happened, and it canceled that show along with countless others. So I was I was really excited to see them. And um, they had, you know, it's all their kind of brand new music. And apparently this album's been in the works since, like, 2015, 2016. It was kind of this, like, side project. Mike Campbell, guitarist for Tom Pitt and the Heartbreakers, had. Um, but it would have came out earlier. But, of course, Mike Campbell started uh, playing for Fleetwood Mac and filling in for the, uh, the the great Lindsey Buckingham. I almost said late great. Now, he's still with us. We still we love him. But I got to check that one, check that album out, and then uh, see if it's any good. Check that so yeah and um rolling stones had a rolling stone I, I do that all the time rolling stone had an article about mike camlin's new album and he said uh when they do show have shows again you can um ben snickering at me um they're gonna play some tom Pitt and the heartbreaker songs I, I, I was just thinking about like oh damn those those rolling stones they're, they're really <laughs> they're real writers you know yeah they're damn good. how do they do both you know that's 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 the ultimate question um, but I would love to see Mike Campbell, any of the Heartbreakers in any sense, you know, without Tom Petty, I would love to see them when that day comes. Um, Jones, this is news that you can, I'm sure, are very excited about. Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, you listen to his new single? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, new single's <laughs> called Distance. Um, and the, the album cover or the single cover is a picture of Eddie and, and Wolfgang, you know, at a very young age. Um, but he's actually called Mammoth. WVH because you know Van Halen was called Mammoth before they were called Van Halen, so I guess it's definitely a nod to uh, his dad. Um, it kind of sounded like he's distance from his father. I maybe kind of knew this day was coming of him dying because he passed recently, but it's it's more of a kind of sad rock song. It's um, I listened to it once. I uh, 
I wouldn't really recommend it, but uh, you know, you got to get the reps in. I know Jones. Uh, <laughs> um, he was actually on Howard Stern this week. I don't know if you checked any of those out, Jones. Yeah, I sent you a couple of them. I I checked out most of them. Uh, you know, because Howard Stern always does the clips thing, mm-hmm. and it was good insight. I mean, it was talking about how. Uh, they almost got together with Diamond Dave, Gary Sharone, and Sammy Hagar, and they were going to call it the Kitchen Sink Tour. And I thought that was pretty cool. It was in the works for a while because I guess Wolfgang had, you know, mentioned it to his dad, and he's like, you know, hell no. And then, it, you know, we started lightening it up over time. <laughs> and then once Irving Azoff uh, got involved, and Irving actually contacted Michael Anthony because they wanted, you know, Mike to be in the band. And Wolfgang was going to open for you know van halen with the kitchen sink tour and they were uh yeah they they were gonna play with all those guys michael anthony on bass and stuff like that and i thought that was really cool of wolf because he realized like what real van halen was and he was just kind of filling in for somebody else's shoes that he could never fill and uh not only that um but but hearing all that your sentiment still doesn't sound like it's changed with wolfgang you still kind of despise him yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I can't blame him. He took advantage of a shit situation because, you know, his uncle was, you know, the drummer and his mm-hmm. dad's one of the greatest guitar players of all time. You know, at, at the same time, he never belonged. He didn't have the vocals and he's, you know, an okay bass player. I mean, he's good enough to play. You know, he's a, he doesn't stand out as a sore thumb, but I mean... He is a real loiterer on stage. The man does not move. <laughs> He's stationary. I believe it. Him and uh, him and Don Henley alike. Um, but that would have been something though. That kitchen, that kitchen sink Van Halen tour. Uh, I think it would have been really cool just to see Gary Sharon play some of those uh, Van Halen three songs. Um, just having everybody involved. I think that would have been one hell of a show. So yeah. it really it kind of sucks even more. You know that. Yeah, for sure. Eddie I, passed. I couldn't agree more. And. Not only that, but um, you know Sammy would have been on the backup vocals for Gary Sharon and mm-hmm. Diamond Dave. And it was the real deal if Irving got involved because he started contacting right. Michael he, Anthony He's and the money Sammy. man. Yeah, exactly. Money's involved, Irving's involved. And, you know, and then Wolf said right around that time is when uh, Eddie took a turn for the worse and yeah. they realized it just wasn't going to happen. And I think – that was really the recollection of Sammy and Eddie and Sammy just became a friend of his again and they started becoming friends. Yeah, I was really glad to hear that, that they kind of, you know, reconnected because yeah. they had so much history and you know, Sammy's such a great guy and you know, Eddie is kind of those one of those guys who's kind of stuck in his own ways. He's not going if there's an issue, he's not going to resolve it. You mm-hmm. kind of got to be the bigger man. Eddie's a great guy, but that's just kind of, you know, he's very stubborn. So yeah, for sure. We were glad to see that uh, resolve in the end. Ben, I know you're a big Van Halen fan. No. <laughs> but I like them better than ACDC. Oh, no. Oh, no. Coming up Sh- next. Shots fired, shots fired. Um, before we get to that, um, I wanted to talk about, so I went on a little trip last weekend. Uh, so we recorded the show Acid last Friday. Trip? Acid trip, of course. Car- magic carpet ride? Yeah, it was it was magical. Um Saturday night, I went out to West Virginia. Made the great trek out there. Hang what out with in the hell. Hang out with my buddies Bigums and Little Tony. I 
they uh, specifically requested a shout out. So, hey, Gums, <laughs> little Tony. I hope you're listening out there. Appreci- Better be. <laughs> appreciate you guys. I had a great time with you. Shout outs, shout outs are $100 each. Yeah, it's going to cost you. The bill is in the mail. <laughs> um, no, we had a great time. So, I went out there, and luckily, uh, Big Gums lives like 400 meters from a, from a local bar. And we literally just walked there, and it's called TJ's, just your, your typical dive bar you would think that would be in West Virginia. So, it, it was. <laughs> we walked in there. They had this um, kind of like bell ringing system. You couldn't just walk, go there and walk open the door or open the door, if I could speak. Um, you had to like press a doorbell and they tell you not to hold it. You know, there was some crazy old lady smoking there <laughs> who yelled at us because Bigums held the doorbell for so long. So excited. And so they let us and they buzzed us in. Um, it's almost like one of those cheap uh, uh, convenience stores in the hood. <laughs> you got to get buzzed in. Um, but no, it was, it was a great time. So we got in there and we walked in and there was probably eight people in there and they were all just staring at us, just like pissed. <laughs> they were like, I don't care what's going on. Um, we were, we were wearing the mask, you know, nobody else. <laughs> it was, uh, it's, it's Trump country out there. So nobody's really wearing masks and stuff, but it's a, it's a, it was a good spot. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, whatever. Uh, it's a good time nonetheless. I don't, I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. But uh, we thought we were kind of getting stared at for that. And so we sit down, and eventually somebody else comes in behind us through the open door, and we hear the, how loud the buzzer is to get in. Dude, it's it's deafening. <laughs> so <laughs> they were staring at us because we were holding on to that uh, the doorbell <laughs> for so long. So that was, that was funny. That was interesting walking in. I mean, that's a hell of a system. Yeah. O- only in West Virginia. Only in West Virginia. Yeah, it's a real small, yeah. low-key so, place. Realistically, you were in uh, West Virginia speakeasy. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, on the down low, I probably shouldn't be talking about it right now. But it was a great little time. But what I wanted to mention, because I got, I got a burger, fries, and probably like five Coors Light bottles. I spent $18. Uh, you know, these West Virginia prices, I get used to that. Uh, the Coors Lights were like $2.75. So it was... Um, were, they, were they bottles? They are bottles, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a great setup. Sounds like a Miami Valley sports bar. Yeah. That's were, were, Jones' was, kind of spot. Were, were there some shitty-ass pool tables? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they definitely had the pool tables. You can't have a dive this bar. This is a seedy place. <laughs> where the uh, legends speak about the glory days. Oh, yeah. Um, was there a real jukebox? They did. They had the... Uh, well, there's one of those new ones where well, you right, but, update on... You know, you can put the requests in through your phone. Oh, damn. One of those fancy ones. They're, I, they're I was hoping it was something that you put the dollar in, and then I, you... It still has, like, the touchscreen one. No, but. that would that would be that would be real nice. Um, but they played a lot of hits there. They played some Conway Twitty um, and some Deep Tracks Country. What the hell is I, Kanye Twitty? Conway Twitty. That he's, outlaw He's my stuff. guy. He's, yeah, outlaw. That's, Heat Wall's all about it. Extra outlaw albums for you, Heat Wall. He all likes to ask for albums to listen to, and uh, he's like, none of that, none of that outlaw shit, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, here it comes anyway. Hilarious. John Prine's on his way. Not, not that he's an outlaw, but he's a uh, he's great. And Jones, you were listening to the was all the rest, Zach Brown band. All the best. All the best. Yeah, I only really realized that today that that's a John Prine song. I knew that. Yeah, yeah I, I had. Um, I never put two and two together. I, I don't know how I knew that. I don't remember. You're that a very story. knowledgeable guy. I'm about yeah, to have to yeah, start stumping yeah, you again. I know. Fuck. But anyhow, uh, yeah, I had known that that was a a cover, and I uh, I couldn't say I didn't like the Zach Brown Band version much more. <laughs> yeah, John's a John Prine, not my scene or not my guy. Just uh, hating all of them on all of Chris's albums. Not all of them. I mean, he had like three good ones in there. Yeah, three of his top ten. Foo maybe. Fighters. Foo Fighters. Wallflowers. Yeah, yeah, wallflowers on there. Wallflowers. I I missed it. Oh, wildflowers. Wildflowers. Yeah, wildflowers. If Chris had beer bongs, it (laughs) boys. Ben is gone. Uh, 
That w- I would love to have seen one wildflower, wildflowers on there. Wallflower, yeah. Uh, Are there yeah, any other songs? He, he could have taken Wallflowers instead of Ben Howard uh, album. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, double dipping. Are you retarded? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> I didn't want one, and I got two. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that was a struggle. All right, <laughs> that was a struggle to listen to those. Albums. I didn't realize those were different albums. Yeah, they sounded the exact like, same. Right. All yeah. right, where do I enjoy this at? <laughs> <laughs> right, we talked about because uh, nod the head and smile. <laughs> yeah. Ben and I got together uh, before last week's show. I don't know if we might have pre-gamed or we just linked up. No, terrible we, walking music. <laughs> we tried to listen to uh, Chris's number one on the walk over. Made it a couple songs, had to turn it off, and then turned on Uncaged. Yeah. Zach Brown Band. Much and, uh, better. That got, that got yeah. us, I guess, So good. he had that, four. That's on why there. we were 15 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's why he, he had four on there that we liked. He had El Camino by the Black Keys, which mm-hmm. should have been his number one because it's a great album. Wildflowers, which is a great album. Uncaged by ZBB. And then uh, Foo Fighters. So four. We'll give four. them four. Yeah. We'll give them four out of ten. Okay. Uh, not a passing grade. That's an F. <laughs> You're failing, but y- there's room for improvement. He made an F. <laughs> <laughs> I made an F. <laughs> oh, crazy Chris. Oh, man. Think he's going to listen to this episode? I no. hope so. We're going <laughs> to shit all over that dude tonight. He, he listened to the last one. So one of the episodes back in, I think, June or July. I think it was June. Um, we did it on your balcony, Ben, here. Because, again, we're at Ben's place. Uh, not not in the 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 sweat sauna or the sweatshop anymore. It's so cool. Nice. We're in, in the here. freezer. Yeah, but we uh, we just ripped on Chris, and then Chris like texted me after he listened to. It. He said, I, "I wasn't doing a PowerPoint." Like I was like, "Chris isn't here because he's doing a PowerPoint." And Jones was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like he was like serious. I was like, "What was a joke, Jones?" And then uh, so Chris listened to that one. So um, well, we I got still, a feeling he'll listen to this one. We, we still don't really know what Chris is doing right now. I mean, uh, we, we we said some questionable things. He sent a picture of Katy Perry with. No clothes on. He uh, certainly did, yeah. But <laughs> I think the circle activity is more likely. <laughs> full? Did you see full nipple, or did you see? No, like, no, no. It was it was the one that he sent in the it was group the, chat. It was the gif. Oh, I don't want that yeah. weak shit. No. <laughs> no, no, no. All I gotta say, the real it stuff. feels great in here, and I got a ton of room for activity, so I'm ready to have a great time He's tonight, got, man. Got a lot of room, plenty of room for uh, beer bongs. Not that we need to do anymore. Oh, we're doing more. Oh no. I brought oh, it, and I no. shouldn't have. <laughs> like to see Tommy sweat a little bit. I sweat often. Luckily, Ed, I have the, the shit the sheets. I, 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 <laughs> I shit the sheets, but luckily I have no sleeves on this time, so you can't see my pit stains. There comes a time in a man's life where he's got to roll them sheets up and throw them right away. Right, they're, they're out. They're gone. Um, luckily, I've been... Uh, lucky not to have done that so I'm, I'm still i'm going strong have the cats ever done it though in the sheets no mm. oh that's good no one not yet no one time they uh they were going in the litter box and they stepped out and then you know like you know how dogs like drag their butt across the ground he did that and there was just like a two foot long streak of uh, poop just all dragged across the carpet oh nothing worse than that uh, <laughs> ammonia cat feces. oh yeah yeah oh. it was uh it was a day to remember oh. I'll, I'll say i'll say that that's why you got to yell at him like a dog. Get your ass back in that cat box, you. Yeah. He uh, he was very confused what was going on. You know? Hope I'm in their front butt. Oh, no. 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 no, no. We don't believe in all of that, Ben, at, the, <laughs> at our household, okay? And that's how you do it with anybody. Okay. <laughs> well, let me write that down. Where's my pen? All right. Tactics of living. Yeah. There we go. With Ben Waldron. Yeah, there we go. We got to write that down for real. Um, so you guys got a rant today? You ranting? I do. I'll go first. Do you want me to play the intro or just roll into it? I want to, you know, this whole vibe. Intro. 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 Okay. Okay. Well, here comes the rant of the day. 
Joneses, rant of the day. What's up? Like, signed that deal, and he, like, was sporting Skechers. Like, they're so comfortable on oh, your feet. Yeah. Like, dude. I wouldn't be caught dead in a pair of Skechers. <laughs> Skechers are the worst, Jones. But rant of the day. Imagine if uh, Skechers sponsored the NFL and like the jerseys were Skechers. <laughs> that'll, that'll be the day. I would I love to see it. I remember it was Reebok. And I was like, what is Reebok? Like, why not <laughs> that, Nike or something, you know? That, yeah. was, that was the NFL trying to save a buck. They're like, yeah. we could get these for 40% less. Right. It's, it's a good deal. It's a good business plan. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm a Jersey guy, not that I wear jerseys on the street, but like, you know, when I go to the games, I wear jerseys and I was like, dude, the Reebok ones suck compared to the Nike <laughs> ones. Like it wasn't even comparable. Yeah. It was like being in Ben's basement to, or Chris's basement compared to Ben's palace. Ben's palace. That's the name of the place. Well, at work, uh, cause we have a, a store for our uniforms and you either get the premium uniforms or the standard ones. And the standard ones are like, um, you know, like Maker's Mar, you know, just, <laughs> just the generic brands. And then you've got the premium ones, Under Armour, Nike. And like, you got to get those unless you want to be itchy as fuck, you know. Nobody wants to be itchy. Yeah. So you didn't make that mistake. You knew right away. That guy looks like he's itchy. <laughs> I got some rash on me. Don't Damn, look at it. Got a little ringworm. Don't look at my ringworm. Okay. That's my ringworm. Uh, are we recording yet? Yeah, we're recording. Lexi yet. wore that dude out. <sighs> uh, ben, did you make that mistake of wearing, of ordering the wrong uh, work uniforms? It, it looks like no, never. It looks good, like good. Lexi was hitting that from behind. Oh no! Oh no! Don't uh, how don't... Bi- how big was that thing, Tommy? I mean, you did, did it say hurt? Chris came over earlier. Yeah, it was just Chris. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Uh-oh. He's a very uh, giving. So he's, he's giving. got he's got marks on his left. Uh, I don't know what you would call that because it doesn't Sh- it doesn't look like an a arm. Shoulder. Okay, <laughs> on his left shoulder, and he scratched up on his right. Uh, what was that? What would that be? A tricep on a regular man? Yeah, that's, a, that's a tricep. Okay. Man. <laughs> I'm working on it, Charles. I'm trying to pet myself. Somebody, somebody grabbed his handles. <laughs> There's not a whole lot I could do with a couple strings hanging out of a t-shirt. <laughs> They call him Skeddy Noodles. <laughs> they call me Skeddy Noodles for a reason. But I met Jones, and he's like, "What's up?" He's like, "What are those? Uh, what are those strings on your shoulder?" I was like, "What? Oh, your arms." So he's been ten years of this joke, and um, it's gotten old. It was old the first time I heard it. Sometimes it always gets laughs. Though. Congrats, he gained five pounds. His uh, nipples don't touch his ribs anymore. Right, impressed. They, can't, they can't call me rib nips anymore. <laughs> They're out at least an inch. But uh, you guys got a rant? You guys ranting about anything? You got some see- you seething? Uh, yeah, I got some. I heard Jones, you got a good one. I, I mean, I don't know if the people are going to like it, but it's, it's good to me. <laughs> yeah, let them know. Let them have it. So I hate that when you're like in conversation with somebody and you, you, know, you listen through the whole dumb shit that they're saying that isn't even slightly interesting. And then you got something good. Like you got a straight zinger or a hell of a story. And so, you, you know, they let you speak. But they're staring at you like a dog that's ready to eat. And then they just start speaking about something completely different right after you're done talking. You're like, what? How are you going to pass up that story I was just talking about? Like, it didn't even happen. That banger. Yeah. So <laughs> it, that really pisses me off in the fact that, like, you don't even acknowledge what I was just talking about. And you just move on to, like, what you want to talk about because you're a narcissist and you can't wait to talk again. No, I've experienced that on many occasions. Um, you experience that a lot, you know, when you're kids, and you, that's when you realize um, I'm not going to talk to that person anymore ever again. I'm not going to open up, and that was basically uh, 
my experience for a while at uh, my previous appointment, Washington Gas, that's why I never opened up to anybody because they would do exactly that. But Ben, that's why Ben, Jones, you guys, you guys listen, you guys care. So that, that is huge. That's, that's a real rant, and it's serious. I heard the contrary. I heard you opened up to many uh, people at Washington Gas uh, in the bathroom. Oh, yes. <laughs> we were opening tons of. Well, that's why I don't work there anymore. Which yeah. hole do you want? Right, right. You got to make some extra money on the side somehow. The mouth hole. <laughs> well, that, that, that one cost extra. Let's make them airtight, boys. <laughs> Lots of good uh, morning conversation on the shitter there. <laughs> well, I would honestly, because of my routine, it'd be 7.20 in the morning. Every morning, I would be on the toilet, and you know, there's all kinds of hoopla going on around. Like the same conversation every day. It's like, "How's it going, Bill? Uh, living the dream?" You know, every day. And I'm on the toilet. I was like, "If I hear this dumbass conversation one more time, I'm gonna lose. It. I'm gonna lose it." Granted, I was being as silent as I possibly could in the toilet. You know, you don't make any noise in the public restroom. I was being a psychopath in there. Yeah, <laughs> not getting up, like making any noise with the toilet paper until they leave. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, this is my time now. I, I gotta wipe they, my butt. I hope they leave soon. While Tom is trying to make his uh, sump poop as quietly as possible, <laughs> the key is you have to you have to flush while it's about to hit the water, so nobody hears anything. That's the key. What a female! <laughs> is this what you do at your own home with Lexi? She can't. Know he I has poop. to schedule a time to poop. <laughs> right. right. He's uh, no make... comment on that one. <laughs> he goes to the uh, community center to poop. I, I, I heard wish, there's an yeah. open door policy at uh, your place. Open door policy, of course. Uh, the kitties enforce the open door policy. If the door's not open, they will rip the carpet up. So I try to put uh, I try to put carpet or rugs everywhere, so they rip the rug, but they just go they go under the rug. We're not having it. Yeah, and they're like, whoa, whoa, I know where the good stuff is, and this isn't that. We are way smarter than this dude. Yeah, no, yeah, they uh, they run laps around me. I they they scratch on me every morning to uh, to feed them. So it's the uh, how does the open door policy fare with the smell? Smells not too bad. I keep it. I keep it nice and tight in there. You know. <clears throat> Again, you got You got to do the courtesy flush right away. That's what he thinks. Meanwhile, the whole place <laughs> smells like pure shit. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, hey, that was <laughs> just because you have the door open. You spray when you're done. Doesn't make sure like it goes away. Hey, it's got. It's gone now. Uh, I mean that. That's all. It's all fine and dandy. But I mean, I live with both you guys, and um, you guys are talking out of your ass right now okay <laughs> jones would clog the toilet on the regular every single day that that toilet is clogged like jones really really how old are you? every single day it they was clogged they don't call me mittens for nothing yeah, w- just, w- would you just leave it clogged yeah i would go in there and try to go with number one and it's clogged i'm like okay after the first couple couple times okay i'll unclog this we got a plunger i can do this and then after that it was about principle but was it clogged so bad that it just looked like somebody hadn't flushed? Sometimes, yeah. Oh it just like, <laughs> just like, just like, just like some chunky soup in there. You're like, oh my god, dear god. It was yes. a bad sewage system. Okay, yeah. like I tried on the inside of that system. Okay, that's, yeah. that's, that's, where went, that's where it went bad. So that's good. That's real good. My rant: just don't clog the toilet, okay, guys? Okay. Why is that? I think you need to go far, further into it. No, it's um I don't have any issues with that in my establishment now. But previously, yeah. And you know, I when I live with uh you and uh mm-hmm. you and Chris, I had no issues I, unless, I heard. unless somebody else was using mine. Which occasionally <laughs> happened and uh one who uh be not named, he would have some issues sometimes about uh about letting getting it all down. I, I heard somebody left some fish flakes in your toilet oh. uh 
trying what, to feed the goldfish. Yeah, after you went on a trip to Ohio. Ben, you're acting like this is like only happened to me. Ben, ben you shared the bathroom with uh, <laughs> he who not be named. No, no. The but, guy who's not here. No, <laughs> but, but it's more funny because you came home and you <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> you're like, did somebody use my bathroom? I am cool if you did. Just admit it, okay? We can move on from this. Just admit it. It sounded like you came home to a toilet full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to get so candid, but uh, Ben hit the nail on the head. A little bit of salad poop left in there. If anybody is eating while listening to this, I'm sure they regurgitated (laughs) if not (laughs) evac'd the entire uh, meal. So what's your rant, Tom? Uh, just flush You're the sticking toilet. with that? Just yeah. Um, let's see. What I got? Anything? Um, East Braddock. Those dudes are the worst. East Braddock. <laughs> I hate those guys. It's all about West Braddock. Okay, West Braddock's about to drop a hot new single called Rotten Turnips. You'll know it when it's out because we'll tell you. East Braddock. Don't worry about them. Nice. Um, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Ben. Something that's pissing me off Uh-oh. is uh. When people are, you know, going after the next best drink, um, whether it's a seltzer or a energy drink, those things are all the freaking same. We haven't invented any new ingredients or anything like that. And if we have, you probably don't want it inside your drink. You know, some dog shit or uh, I, I preferably like dog shit, but that's just me. I'm just saying, you know, we've had Red Bull Monster. I do like the bangs, but that's because they. They didn't change the ingredients. What they did is they changed the flavor. But well, they added creatine. What do you think about creatine being in there? Uh, whatever. Uh, that's. <laughs> I, I I like it. Um, you know, we want to get yoked. For, for loco used to have the caffeine and alcohol, and I think they should go back to that. Um, but I I don't like people that are on the fad of like new seltzers or whatever, and like oh this uh soda water it's it's the best. It's probably the exact same as one I could get out of a fountain. Or uh, Chris likes soda water. <laughs> I'm just trying to shoehorn Chris into this conversation any way we can. I miss him. Okay, I'll sa- there. I said it. Okay, but that's my rant of the day. You know, just people jumping on the bandwagon of new shit and being like, "This is my shit." Like blah 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 blah. It's the same shit. You're just switching brands. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, there's a reason why Coors Light's been out since 1978, over 40 years. There's no need to change the flavor. It's no great. Need. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy what you got. You don't need all these uh, stupid beers. and uh, You don't need them. Shit that doesn't taste good. Just drink Coors Light. You'll be happy. You'll be happier that way. A lot of people hate on Coors Light, but we love it. It's colder than the Rockies. It's so cold. Dude. As it should be. Uh, I always tell everybody that uh, Jones raised me how to drink and he was like you know it's like there's a baby and they give you the bottle and it's, it's a bottle of Coors Light or it's a can Jones doesn't like bo- drink bottles but a can of Coors Light I'm like this, this is right boss I mean he put a nipple on there for you but sure I was starting out you know I wasn't really ready it's kind of like the training world's getting in there so he helped me out a lot and he, he made me the man who I am today happy to hear that Tommy you got to make sure they come back for more of course start them out easy but I will say the first beer I ever purchased um like at a convenience store anywhere was uh, two 12 cases of Bud Light. And you were there with me. You guided me the whole way. 
So no, I know that's at the shop at right. Yeah, that's all they have is Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, so that's beggars the, uh, can't be choosers. You know, we wanted to get effed up, <laughs> and this was you know <laughs> noon on a Saturday, and we had no other choice. It's better than buying all the mini shooters at the other dudes. But <laughs> those crazy prices. And uh, also, I I feel like the first one that I purchased was Bud Light, but I think that you know I'm from Southwest Ohio, and down there in Dayton, what we drink is Bud Light. Uh, I like Coors Light, and I always liked Coors Light better. I honestly thought Bud Light tasted like ass, but that's just my opinion. That's a man right there. It's a real man. You got lucky because um, Jones wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. I mean, I was like, no, nah, let's not have any Bud Light. I'd rather get tilted. Right, yeah. Tilt is where it's at. You know about Tilt, Jones? Tilted? What is that? Is it called Tilt or what? what oh. It was tilt. So tilt. the story is... Here's the story. Blaine and I, possibly underage, uh, we were going to the local nightclub where we would pick up... Uh, where we would... Uh, the local just, gentleman. Uh, hang out with people. Um, of all sorts. Yeah. But we were going to the gas station to get some energy drinks and some alcohol to get in the right mindset. And uh, we grabbed some tilts. And then we went up to the cashier. Oh, Blaine Blaine was 21. I was not. And she's like, can I see some ID? Uh-oh. And Blaine was like, <laughs> she sounds terrible. Here you go. And she's like, all right. Well, I already knew you was going to get tilted no matter what. <laughs> That's where the term tilted came that from. That is so funny. I like Blaine it. I did like, not know that. That's you want to get tilted? I was like, all right. And he's like, of course. Don't even have to ask. But it works, too, because, you know, when <clears throat> when some of us get a little bit intoxicated, Maybe you get a little bit tilted to the side. We certainly do. Gravity's never your best friend when you're drinking. Jones right. has issues walking regularly, let alone um, when he's tilted. Yeah, that's why they put this hair on these knuckles. Make <laughs> sure I don't get hurt. Right, there's some uh, padding there. So when he's dragging his knuckles, they don't get as uh, road-rashed as that. And he, somebody else's knuckles would. But that's a good story, Ben. You guys always talk to me about getting tilted, but I don't think I ever heard that story. That's a great story. That's the first time I heard it, and uh, I love the term tilted. It has a good meaning, and uh, it has a great background story. Because we all know that cashier that <laughs> is smoking uh, menthols and... <laughs> Camel crushes, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the good stuff. Come on, Jones. And is uh, doing extracurriculars on the side. Oh, yeah. and uh, Multitasking. Might not show up on a random Tuesday. Let's just say that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That was a good story, Ben. Um, do you guys want to get started on a heat walls heated question? Let's get in the shower. Yeah. All, right. All right. Heat is on. Turn it up. It's time for heat walls heated question. And boy, it's hot. Ooh, ow, ooh. The heat is on. I mean, if I was heat wall, I would not enjoy that intro because to me, <laughs> it sounds like Tom and Chris... <laughs> In our massive walk-in New York shower, oh, right, where it was Tom was trying to beat off and Chris or Tom was taking massive stinky dumps, but it was a massive walk-in shower. And it I sounds fl- like you guys Cur- are both in there, like I ooh, so hot. Chris is Chris and I are in the shower, and I'm going ooh, ah, ooh, ooh. so who knows what's going in there? Chris it, is crying. You know, you got the Ben Howard on in the background. Of course, that's that's where the shower. Jones and I are crying in the bedroom because we hear the Ben Howard. Um. Yes, of course. That's where the shower tunes uh, There's a couple originated. of holes in the wall because Jones 
You know, he, he has to let the rage out somehow. Well, that's why Jones couldn't come to New York. He had too much rage. Uh, well, we wouldn't be listening to Ben Howard. We know. Well, Chris was in the no. shower when he listened to that. He, we, he didn't play that for all of us. I'll but shut, he stole the speaker. I'll shut, I'll shut that shit off. Yeah. You go in there. He's like, say what's up. I'm taking this. See, you take it, and that's, he's going, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ah. What? He took the speaker. What are you going to do, come out naked? Yeah. Uh, it's a power move. I mean, fight me naked. I don't care. <laughs> You seem like you're a little too excited for that, Jones. I mean, I fought a naked man before. Oh, it yeah. happens. Oh. Um, do you want to get into that story right now? No, I have no particulars. Just okay. I'll fight a man naked. That's oh, all I got to say. That's good to know. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Well, people think they have the advantage. Um, I think John said he had an issue with a naked guy, and he just ran the other way, which most would do that, but not, not the big dog. Not the big dog. So heatwall writes us as he always does he's very uh, consistent like we like to mention we always appreciate you heatwall but his question it's actually a little bit longer one but i'll get to the second part later he has a bonus question but his first question is who was on your mount rushmore of guitarists so not necessarily the best or most influential oh, but shit. who's just your favorite so we, we i asked this earlier because i was like wait how many people are on mount rushmore and jones the uh the expert historian told me four and so I, I needed to then uh, go back to my history professor and be like, why are you teaching me these things? Um, but, you know, the college person, Jones, Jones, very smart. He's street smarts. Mount Rushmore, very street smarts. That's right. So what are your guys' uh, – You have a bonus one, though. Right. I was going to go over this, and then we hit the no, – uh, No, no, no. I'm not talking about the bonus question. Oh. Bonus head, because there is an Indian uh, head oh. fairly close in, in vicinity to Mount Rushmore on purpose – as kind of like a spite. I forget what his name is. Like maybe, um, oh. I, I, I don't want to say anything wrong. So I'm just going to say there is a, there is a face of a native American carved into a rock, fairly close to Mount Rushmore. So if you want to do five, you can, because it's a bonus or that can be the black sheep. I like it. All right. I'm going to try to look it up and, but Jones, you want to give us your, uh, Mount Rushmore of greatest rock guitarists? Yeah, sure. So this was tough. I got a bunch of guys written in front of me, and for me, looking at this list, I didn't know who my four were going to be yours. right off the bat. But um, as pioneers themselves, uh, I'm going to go in no particular order. Eddie Van Halen, because he you got to. I mean, he changed rock and roll by what he was able to do with playing guitar, and not only that. He self-taught himself how to play guitar, and he was just a, a freak on the guitar, and he was incredible. You sent me that video. Uh, was it Steve, who works as like the assistant on Howard Stern show? Yeah. Just this guitar aficionado. Dude's the, the greatest. But I didn't even realize that. Uh, I haven't watched a music video of Eddie Van Halen. I can't remember which song. Where he actually has his drill, and he has his drill up and down his guitar. And the guy, like uh, Steve on Howard Stern show, like rebuilt you know, a replica of the 5150 Eddie Van Halen guitar and the replica. I can't remember the type of drill that he used going up and down his frets. A, yeah, it was just a stip, typical drum, yeah. Dremel drill. Uh, yeah, so, so I, that, I thought the, that was really cool. Yeah, just very it was, innovative. It was really cool. And uh, the song that he Tommy is talking about, uh, they played that on Pound Cake. Okay, that's which right. Which was really cool. Yeah. Um, Great rock and jam. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, off the... Um, I'll get back to that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, because Stevie uh, was just incredibly talented uh, and he transcended the blues. I mean, he made people want to listen to the blues and it was cool. And 
I mean, I, I just love what Stevie was able to do. There was a video on Facebook because they got all kinds of crazy random videos. Facebook is terrible, but Facebook can also be great. And if Stevie Ray Vaughan, I can't remember what song he's playing, but just his confidence and his demeanor of playing guitar is just so impressive. Yeah, um, a cool thing that I always like about musicians is when other musicians give them credit when you know credits due, and they um, they really like pay homage to that other musician. And Eric Clapton said of Stevie Ray Vaughan, he was the finest guitar player he'd ever seen. And he, you know Eric Clapton's been around for a little bit. He, yeah, he's, he's serious. So Jones, uh, Pound Cake is off of Four Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Yeah, Four Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Beep bop boop bop bop. So that's two. Uh, my third guy, I'm going to go with Jimmy Page because the things Jimmy Page was able to do is um, he was able to play with one of the greatest frontmen of all time in Robert Plant, and he was able to lay the track down, and then Robert would sing on it, and they had incredible harmony together. So I really enjoyed that. And one cool fun fact I knew, uh, I learned recently, uh, due to the internet, which is great in 2020, you could find anything out, is the finest song that Jimmy Page accomplishes himself to as ever playing was Achilles' Last Stand. And what he said was, uh, an interviewer had interviewed him, and they said, "Um, what what do you think about this song? Or whatever, however the interview went. I didn't see the interview, but... He goes, man, I was on fire during that song. And I was like, yeah, you were, Jimmy. Like, you were phenomenal. There's nothing better than that, you know, when you're great at something and you feel like you're great at something. It's, yeah. just, it's on such another level, especially with Jimmy Page. That's a, it's very impressive. Great song. Yeah, and a, a lot of people think it's Stairway, but he said, no, my finest song was Achilles' Last Stand. I love that song. And I was like, I respect that. We'll have to listen to it after uh, we finish the show. I like it. Wrap all, it up. All 11 minutes and 37 seconds yeah, of it. Whole, oh, yeah. On, on Living on uh, Ben's balcony going nuts. And then my fourth guy is none other than the great Jimi Hendrix, who learned how to play guitar with a right-handed guitar, and he was left-handed. The man was just a virtuoso, yeah. and he was absolutely incredible ahead of his time. And there was nothing he couldn't do with a guitar, and I I love that. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix, the man. So uh, we found out the uh, Native American off to the side of Mount Rushmore is Crazy Horse, the Crazy Horse Monument. So it is unfinished. Um, yeah, it needs it needs to be finished. However, you support to that, definitely support to that. Crazy Horse is the man. Um, Jones, who's your Crazy Horse? And of course, it can't be Neil Young. Yeah. So uh, me being me, I was already going to go with a fifth, but um. So I'm looking at this list, and I have a lot of really good names here. But I, I got to give it to Slash because I love everything he does, and right. he plays the All things right. I love to hear. So I'll give that to Slash, but um, I'm just going to go ahead and name the other guys I have on this list because they're uh, great too. Right, tell us what you got. I've got Eric Clapton because Eric Clapton is um, phenomenal on the guitar. And people don't realize he's got a good voice, too. But people don't care about that. They care about his guitar playing. They nicknamed him Slow Hand for a reason. I care about it, Jones. I know. I know. I love his acoustic set, um, MTV Unplugged. And then I got Keith Richards. Because without Ke- Keith Richards' guitar playing, there wouldn't be a lot of the Rolling Stones that we have today. Right. Uh, you'd have to go in the basement, get high, and come up with some riffs. <laughs> and that's how they yeah, came up with right. some albums. 
Uh, David Gilmore, who is phenomenal with you know Pink Floyd, has a a ton of great guitar playing. Uh, Billy F. Gibbons with ZZ Top. I mean, the man is just a legend in his own right. The guy just, I mean, has that he oozes that confidence that you know people aspire to have. And then one guy that I had to put on this list that I'd. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Dan Auerbach with the Black Keys. I think he's phenomenal. And to be in a two-piece band and be able to make it sound like you're playing with five guys is very incredible. He could play the lead rhythm. He could play anything. And I, I really enjoy that about Dan because there's nothing he can't play. And he, he makes it funky, which I really enjoy. Right. You had this love affair with the Black Keys. Um, Blaine was saying something in text. He <laughs> said, listening to, like, Three minutes of simping the black keys. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, Blaine was texting us. He was also ripping on Chris's top ten. <laughs> so it was Blaine. Uh, you could have been out here for this episode. It was free reign on rip on Chris. Blaine. Well, he, Blaine wants to come out here and do the the show with everybody. He has his whole set. He's uh, Blaine listens every week and he's like writing stuff down. He's like, don't I got defend it. him. He doesn't want to come out here. <laughs> he wants to come out here. And just uh, be with everybody and just basically talk. Because he's always listening to the show and he always wants to kind of like add his two cents. That's, you know, I find when ah, I'm, ah, when, that's, that's what he would say, yeah. Um, that's how I find when I listen to the, you know, uh, episodes of podcasts or even this show. See, you can see exactly how we sounded. I'm like, I want to like add in and start talking. I'm like, oh, wait, I, that already happened and I'm, I'm not there. So I totally get it. Um, and I'm excited for Blaine to come out here and come on the show. We, uh, we miss him and we love to have him. Well, let's get Maybe next man year. on the hot seat. Yeah, get over here, Blaine, or else you're done. Um, so Heatwall actually gave his Mount Rushmore. I meant to say at the beginning, we got a little excited, a little overzealous, which I'm all about because we were ripping on Heatwall basically every week about not giving his answers. So here's uh, here's Heatwall's. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's uh, Heatwall's Mount Rushmore, a great guitarist. So he loves Eddie Van Halen just like you, Jones. That's great. John Mayer, who is phenomenal. Great guitar player. I would add him to my list too. Yeah. That's really good. Yes. Right. You said you uh, saw him in concert and he was unlike anything you've Dude, ever seen. I'll be honest with you. It was, it was like, it was like you're at a show and you're the only person there. That guy never looks at his guitar. A lot of like really good guitar players still look at the guitar and you know just wonder, like yeah, like me. Like it's like riding a bike. Sometimes you look down. You know where you're yeah. at. You know what gear you're in, but you still look down. That man never looks down. And the confidence out of this world like one of the best guitar players i've ever seen live phenomenal yeah, he's great and then um he wall has prince and then uh joe walsh to round out his uh mount rushmore oh shit. that's a great list great list and happy well birthday. we need his happy crazy birthday, horse uh he walls crazy horse he loves um sublime so no they're not there no i wouldn't give him that uh do we know he wall enough to know his crazy horse uh, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, uh, I was going to say John Frusciante. John Frusciante, yeah. that would be a good guess. Yeah. We'll, uh, I'm sure we'll hear back yeah. from Heatwall. Ben, ben, get in there. Get in the mic. Tell us what you think. I mean, John Frusciante is incredible. He's an incredible guitar I player. Think, I think he could go with a Slash. I think he could go with a Keith Richards. Yeah. I think he'll go with Keith Richards, if, yeah. if that's his five. I'll have to yeah. run, have a poll going, see who's right. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give mine now. Yeah. The, the floor is yours, Ben. Thanks. Ben. I guess I'll go ben, now. Ben is uh, shuffling his papers, taking his time, clearing his throat. So, <laughs> I decided, Jimi Hendrix. 
great. That was my final. Great first pick. Yeah, our phones are always uh, making noises we don't want them to make. All along the watchtower, I like it. Hey, Joe. Because, you know, Jimmy, Jimi Hendrix, he was just a pioneer. You know, you're, you're not going to get uh, anybody that was as influential. It's, it's going to be hard to find somebody that was as influential or more influential than he was. Um just just because of the time and um you know what he did was different like as jones said you know he's left-handed yet he learned and played on a right-handed guitar um a lot of people wouldn't do that but it just speaks to his character speaks to his upbringing and all that um another one i don't have these in any specific order but uh bb king um great that's a good poll that's really good one of the finest player of the blues. Yeah, great guitarist. Um, he's playing the blues. Um, he's a great music- musician in general. Uh, but I would say that he was a pioneer for a lot of people. You know, just um, and, and and that's my theme of these people. You know, who done it first? Right? Yeah, I really like that. Um, another one. Another one. So you're going BB King. I mean, I can't think. You know, you go BB King without going Chuck Berry and guys like that. You uh, got Robert Johnson if you're going way out, way back, way back when. Well, yeah. So I, I was thinking a little bit different. Um, oh, so I, don't I was, let us step on you on your toes here, Ben. Because BB King, um, you know, he he started like that movement. You know, getting towards like faster paced rock and roll. Um, you know, he he was more of playing the blues and uh, jazz. Uh, but, and then, uh, who did I say? Jimi Hendrix. He was, you know, he's bringing the, the fire, you know, he's, he's playing the type of music that we like. He's playing at Woodstock, you know, he's playing all over the place. He's chilling. He's having a good time. And then I was thinking, all right, what about, uh, for grunge? I was thinking mm, maybe we can do Kurt Cobain, uh, maybe somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, great guitarist. Who's the guitarist for Pearl Jam, Jones? Mike McCready. Yeah, he's yeah. phenomenal. He's phenomenal as well. But yeah, so I mean, you got Jerry Control with Allison Chains. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I had to go with John Mayer also. Yeah, because you know it's it's a different genre and because he's playing more of like the like chill like we we love his music, but um, love him. He is great. The, the ladies love him too. So. Yes, there's. So that's a phenomenal pick, and I I think you know great minds think alike. You guys had no idea what your lists were going to be, and you picked something along the same lines as Heatwall. You guys yeah. were you know born in a different era, and it's old man Heatwall. It transcends what how great John Mayer is, and not only that, he is playing with um, who's the band he's playing with? Uh, he's playing with uh, the Grateful, Grateful Dead. Dead. Yeah. yeah. And Dead and Company. Those guys are all about straight, straight ahead rock and roll, groove beats, yeah, jamming and the blues, and like fifteen minute songs about absolutely nothing. They're not asking some random guitar player to join them. You have to be phenomenal, and you have to be good and well rounded to be able to join that band. Right. And it, yeah, that, that that speaks to John Mayer exactly because, like I said, you know he most of what he does is slower like uh, love songs but he can do whatever you know he can cover anything he can make up whatever he wanted to um he just chooses to do what he likes to do yeah i couldn't agree with that more when i saw him live he has a guitar so he has two guitars for every song 
the guy had an infinite amount of guitars on like stage and his roadie would bring one out to him so what he would do is he would start the song the song everybody would know say it it was neon he would start the song out in the middle of the song he would go into a jam session and they would you know the roadie would bring out the other guitar and he would just go off like for like two three minutes five minutes whatever it was and there wasn't a person in there that was like, this is the time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's nuts. Everybody had, you know, their eyes on what that man was doing. It was incredible. Focus. Right. But, uh, just incredibly talented. Even even when you're doing your, you know, wacky personal solos, people are trans, you know, transfixed on what you're doing. Yeah. It's the real deal. It certainly is. Um, ben, My- you have something else to say? Yeah, I, okay. I was going to say my crazy horse. Oh, that's right, right. I, I was so, trying to move on, but don't let me do that. Pussy. Uh, <laughs> my crazy horse is going to be Flea. Uh, because even though he plays the bass guitar, and we're talking about guitars, mm-hmm. the bass guitar is still a guitar. It's just in a lower key. And he's phenomenal. And I think he would fit the crazy horse vibe of kind of like a, fuck you, we're going to do what we want. Yeah, like I like it. it. That's like good. It. Right, that ba- the bassist makes Red Hot Chili Peppers. Flea makes that band. Yeah, so, I mean he has that energy. Sense. I mean that's you, why I wasn't gonna say John Frusciante. You know, like, yeah. Um, no, I get that, and um, I mean John Frusciante is great. Mm-hmm. Um, not taking anything away from him, no, I like no, that no, as great. a crazy horse. That's that's phenomenal. Uh, Flea is Flea's the man. There's not a single person out there that you know is in a professional rock band that's like, fuck Flea, he sucks. I've never heard a negative thing about him. The man is great. He's great at what he does. He is great. Um, so my Mount Rushmore of guitarists. And then we uh, we actually have Chris's. We'll get to Chris's, and then we'll go with yeah. our, our bonus question from Heatwall. But um, I got Mike Campbell, you know, from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Love him. I love the Heartbreakers. I love everything he does. Uh, yeah. All his riffs he comes up with are great. Um, I love Lindsey Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac. Uh, That's a really good one. He just hit, well, his voice carries it, and then... Um, just, he's just all over, finger-picking all over the neck. Uh, I love watching him. When we saw him in 2015, he put on one hell of a show. And then when I saw him a couple, or when I saw Fleetwood Mac a couple years ago, it's just the hole that was left. Even though Mike Campbell, who was one of my favorite guitarists I just mentioned, what filled that hole, it just still wasn't filled properly. You know, yeah. you can't. The thing about Lindsay is he's not just playing guitar. He's putting his whole soul and energy into that. And he is just incredible on the guitar. And he makes that guitar talk what he's not saying. Yeah, yeah he, he is truly a talent. He's the backbone of Fleetwood Mac. But, of course, I got Eddie Van Halen. You can't have this list without Eddie. He is phenomenal. Uh, you know, revolutionary. That whole instrument we are talking about, the drill on the instrument, just doing crazy <laughs> stuff with this guitar. He's a crazy dude. Just and, an incredible mind. Right, to think of that kind of stuff. Um, I got Fingers Felder, old Don <laughs> Felder from the Eagles. He's, all right. I, I love Don Felder. He uh, He's all over the neck, literally, you know. I probably would have gone with Joe Walsh. Well, I got, I I got I Joe Walsh as my crazy horse, I kind of thought, because I, I was right. kind of really back and forth, because I love Joe. Joe was phenomenal. Then back and forth on uh, on Hotel California. That's what makes that song. So I, I love the Eagles, as we all know. We love the History of the Eagles documentary. We can't can't watch it enough and then we can't talk about watching it enough either oh Love the Eagles. yeah oh yeah sometimes well, i get nuts sometimes and i'm sorry i uh, i like that that's really good uh don felder is phenomenal he doesn't ever get the credit he's due he was there a lot more for the hits with the eagles than they ever will give him credit for that right. man uh was a great guitar player and there's a reason why he joined that band course yeah glenn fry picked up the phone was like please join the band he's like all right <laughs> that's super easy going 
the crazy Glenn Fry. Um, but here's uh, Heatwall's bonus question. He uh, said, "What about Chris's?" Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm trying to steamroll Chris. I'm getting too excited. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Chris, Chris is, is a, coming in hot. Chris is coming in hot. Uh, he has a whole rant. Well, I hit a whole thing typed up here. I don't know D- don't I worry, Chris. Don't, Chris will explain it. Chris will explain it. Yeah, he'll be. Chris is making a, a, an appearance here shortly. He's doing an airdrop real quick. Right, airdrop. We're we're glad to have him. But um, is Chris airdropping right now, or is uh, yeah? So Chris, you good if uh, I go ahead and give your list? Yeah, man, I'm good. All right, so this is Chris's list. I got Pwint. I like John Mayer, Edward Quapton, <laughs> and Stevie Way Vaughn. That's a good list, Chris. Yeah, Damn, I, Chris, that's good. And I don't have a crazy horse because I don't believe in that type of thing. <laughs> but so this is why I picked who I picked. I got Pwint because he is a true craftsman. It's true. And Prince wanted to play the guitar the best way he could, and he did that. Playing with his non-dominant hand so he could fret better, and the energy he breathed to music and pure talent is just unbeatable. Chris, you sound a little different. You under the weather or something? Yeah, Chris, like, get it together, man. What are you doing? doing? Come on, man. We're hanging out. We're just the guys. Just relax. You're with the dudes. You've done this before. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm feeling a little thick. It, it must be that project that you're working on, the the big circle. Yeah, uh, I'm so yeah. busy. I can't hang with the boys. I'm working on a project. I don't can't do the podcast this week. All right, guys, that's enough beating me up. Can I just finish my whist? Of course, we're sorry, Chris. Of course, go. But by all means. Okay, I don't want any interruptions from here on out. <laughs> I, I. I, 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 I put John Mayer and Eric Clapton kind of in the same realm. Both know how to play guitar exactly the way they want to. They are pure experts at the instrument. The, 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 they, they have both built music legacies that will live on for f- f- forever. Chris, you picked up a stutter since we last talked. <laughs> you guys got me nervous. <laughs> You can do this, Chris. You got this. Okay, okay. I said no win and Watsons. We'll remember that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're gonna take you're gonna take a beating after oh, this, no. and that, and that's not that's not around the other guys. That's in the shower. Uh oh, Chris got real aggressive. Oh week. man, that guy is pissed. <laughs> He's got the craziest look in his eye. And uh, Stevie stretches the guitar to its limit. He beat that thing up to make it sing. <laughs> also. An insane performer and m- 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 musician <laughs> from a, a good, 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 good guitar player's perspective. Oh God! <laughs> uh, 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 everyone wanted to perform like him. They sure did. And and that's my list. And uh, you guys have a good night. And uh, don't don't have too much fun without me. All right, see you, Chris. Yeah, uh, thanks for being here, Chris. We would never dream of having too much. It fun got a little you. bit hotter when you came in. So. What a real psycho! Yeah, that dude is nuts. I'm glad he's gone. Like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on. I think that I think that project he's working on has got him stressed out of his mind. Jesus. He didn't. He didn't sound right. He, he sounded sound like he was getting strangled he, by he, like three plastic he, bags. He, he Hopefully, did. they're about to climax on that project. Yeah. No, a, a climax I think would be in with, the right with direction. that circle. Right. 
with the climaxing and the circle. I think that would be going in the right direction for that project. So was that's that exactly him, what they was needed. that him asking us to call nine one one? I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I think we probably should call I, just in case. I heard an SOS in there. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I heard a lot in there. Just and, in uh, time. Just in time. We were, we, were, we were glad Chris could stop by anyway. But thanks, buddy. Thanks, uh, Chris. Stay strong. Stay strong. <laughs> um, but the bonus question, we're still on the heat is on. It's a good question this we're week. We're in the shower got. still. We're still in the shower, and we love it. Uh, Jones, yeah, I'll take another cold one if you're passing them out. Jones brought a plethora of Coors Lights in his big-ass cooler. So thanks, boss man. Anytime. Bonus question. Uh. Bonus question from Heatwall. Since everyone shit on Chris's number one album, Ben Howard, you know, I forget where we were. I think that's the name number of it. Number one and three. Yeah, and uh, no one seemed to like MGK's pop punk <laughs> pop punk album. Um, which album is better? Uh, Chris's number one album, Ben Howard or MGK? What do you guys got? Crickets. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, well, he all says that MGK is, of course, better than Ben Howard, oh, without question. I mean, it's, that, a, it's uh, a toughie. This I, is a, this is I know, right? Either or, man. It's like doing two. <laughs> I'm glad you stopped yourself right there. Yeah, we don't. All right. Um, I don't want it to pause any more than we already have. Uh, I'm just. I'm going to go with the Ben Howard because I really can't stand the rapping. It's awful. Okay. You like Ben Howard? Point for Chris. Let's get him back. Let's get him yeah. back. No. I can't do that. Um, ben. Uh, yeah, we know Chris chose Ben Howard. So. Well, we of course know. It's his number we, one we, out, we, favorite album. We got two for Ben Howard right now. And Chris hates MGK with a passion. He went on a rant, and I was like, sounds like somebody needs to be on the show. But he said the project was way too important. He couldn't. Uh, he couldn't come back. I'm going with MGK. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah. I'm going uh, with MGK as well. It was more entertaining. Didn't want to fall asleep or just slowly walk off a cliff. Um, <laughs> or a ball in the shower. If anything, like, if I was getting irritated, I would have, you know, died in a massive car crash or something instead of just, like, slowly slip my wrists. Just... Um, yeah. um, but what you said, you said the MGK album is, like, tickets to my suicide, or, I mean, downfall. Tickets to my downfall, Tickets yes. to my downfall. So he had a suicide a, song in there. Yeah, in it's, the middle. It's, it's a little, uh... It's, it's it took, weird. It took it's me back to, like, seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Man hates his parents. And, uh, you know, we did that episode, because he, well, basically made us listen to it. And we listened to it, and then like a week later, I was listening to DC 101, and they were promoting we're the, it. They were promoting, they were playing it, of course. They were promoting the album like it was the next best thing. And Ugh. I was like, this is what's wrong with radio. <laughs> this is all they got. This is their quote unquote rock music. So that's a, that's a whole other rant. Ew. What about Imploding the Mirage? Did exactly. They about that? Yeah. I didn't hear anything about Imploding the Mirage. You hear Caution, but they have so many other tracks on that album that are better. I, I, I heard some other, uh, other tracks, but you did? that was on a. XM. Oh, XM. So. That's a whole different beast. Actually, guys, uh, Chris is FaceTiming right now, so I, I guess I'll just yeah, let answer. him speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer, there, yeah. Put, put, put him on the mic. Yeah, put him on. Put him on. Hey, guys. I just want to say MDK sucks, and that's a terrible question by Heatwall, and he can suck my nuts. I Damn. hate that shit. Damn. And ben Howard, number one forever and always. I'm mm. out of here, guys. I got so much to do. I can't believe you guys made me FaceTime into take time out of my day my busy ass day it's a busy day and, yeah and 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 do this segment so if, if, if screw you guys and he well you suck oh no chris that's a, 
Chris just hung up on us. Jeez, that was a Jeez. that was a fiery rant from Chris. He sounds a lot like a guy I served in the army with named Wanzo. That's, <laughs> uh, if I didn't know it, I thought Wanzo was FaceTiming with us. <laughs> oh, you, you want to play the video game? Oh, you want to play the video game? You, you want some cookies? Oh, Zio, or, oh, Zio. Wanzo, what the hell are you doing in my room? He would just sneak into my room if we left the door unlocked. That's a whole another. That's a whole other lifetime story altogether. But uh, again, Chris, thank you again for coming. Uh, uh, blessing us or allowing us to be in your presence again. I really, really appreciate you. He took time out of his project to talk to us, and we uh, we really appreciate it. He sounded yeah. a little agitated, though. We appreciate it because we knew you were close to climaxing on the project. Right, close to climaxing. So it means he's on the downward end yeah, of the climax uh, is up right at the right, peak. Right, at the peak. You're up. The peak of Mount Rushmore or Crazy Horse? Um, we'll have to think about that one I for would, next time. I guess Mount Maybe Rushmore. Maybe into the topic? Into the topic, yeah. I think that's right. So um, <laughs> appreciate the question, Heatwall. Both questions, bonus. It has spurred a lot of great conversation, and you did good. You answered your question. You asked some real bangers. You didn't ask who you want. we wanted to gangbang, so I think that was a... That was a plus. It was a great episode. Great, great question. Great I mean, yeah, he could, so he could always ask how many dicks are in Tommy's ass, but, you know. I'm going to have to pause and edit that one out. My mom listens. <laughs> Just kidding. My mom would never listen. It's like, Mom, can you listen? No. It's like, okay. Um, anyways. I'm too busy. Wait, she's way too busy. I was like, Mom, you had to download Spotify. She's like, another app? And I was like, okay, never mind. True story. Tom, I'm downgrading I from a smartphone it. to a flip phone. Yeah, she uh, she probably will it within the day. Within the days, um, ACDC new album came out um, last Friday, November thirteenth. Uh, Power up. So we all listened to it this week. Um, and we uh, Stern was on uh, Stern. Brian Johnson was on Howard Stern years ago, and that uh, new interview kind of aired of Brian Johnson talking about how him first joining the band ACDC, and he said his first song he ever wrote for the band was You Shook Me All Night Long, and I thought that was nuts. Yeah, that was really cool. I I, uh, I enjoyed that interview as well. And the cool thing is he thought that song sucked, and Malcolm and Angus were like, no, man, you got a hit here. This is good. This is good. And they were like, oh, this is going to be great. You know it's a great song when um, we used to go out to the bars, like Front Page in D.C. and DuPont Circle. It has kind of like the dance floor kind of thing, and they would play You Shook Me All Night Long, in 2011 on the dance floor that's how you know it's a real rocking song songs timeless timeless and it, everybody's dancing and loving it everybody's singing it it's just a great rocking jam might be my favorite track off of um a uh, back in black phenomenal album but we're here to talk about power up okay but um you guys listen to it um how did the process go what do you guys do what do you guys think i don't know i don't want to know what chris thinks i want to know what you guys think <laughs> Yeah, so uh, first of all, I like the album cover. I think that's really cool with it's like uh, the backlit and it says power up and, you know, mm -hmm. it's just got the stage instruments there. That's yeah. really cool in red. I think that's with the times and I, I like that. It shows like, you know, they, they're with it and they know. Uh, so for me, I sampled it. Uh, I just shuffled through and um, it sounded a lot like a lot of other ACDC stuff. They just kind of, for me... It was uh, a, a sample on a lot of other songs. Like they, they just took a format and they just rode with it and then they just put words to it. So uh, there was a couple songs I liked, but overall for me, it's good to see a, you know, a powerhouse rock band put out a new album. And it's not bad. I I mean, they're, they're all really good musicians and they have a 
ton of people working with them, so they're not going to put out and produce mm-hmm. trash. At the same time, it's a lot of the same with ACDC. I did like a couple of the songs. Is it going to make the rotation? Probably not. But I did enjoy it, and um, there was a couple songs that were rocking that I did like. Did you like a uh, shot in the dark is better than a walk in the park? <laughs> I was like, okay, I can sing this over and over yeah, again. Uh-huh, okay, okay. Shot yeah, shot in the dark, the big uh, single they released. Yeah, uh, overall, it was good. It was not great. It was a lot of the same as I already had thought the album yeah. was going to be, yeah. um, because they they just play off of what they already have. They already have right. a unique sound. They know the formula yeah, to it, their it, success exactly, and that's what they go off of. And like I said, they use the format from a lot of other popular songs that they had and they just put words to it new and changed the instruments around mm-hmm. and then they rolled with it i think it's a lose-lose for them they sit, sing the same way they've always done it people say you're still the same you change you're like you change you know you i don't think you can honestly uh, make anybody happy off a new album of acdc in 2020 you know it's it's honestly yeah. a miracle that they're even coming out with new music so it's, I think, I mean, Miracle might be a little overzealous, uh, but I think it's still imp- very impressive that they're no, coming out with new I, stuff. I totally agree with that. Um, but they're not a band such as all the powerhouse bands that we know of. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, Led Zeppelin, and, uh, you know, Guns N' Roses, right. bands like that that have different themes for every album they put out, and it completely sounds different than anything else they've ever done. Sure. And, but none of those bands have put out anything not in 2020, you know, not in anything recent. Sure, not, not I that agree. They should. So, are you saying that this Power Up album is a money grab? I think all music that they're creating is a money grab. I don't know if they necessarily need money. I don't really know what their incentive was because we, you know, incentive was to make this album because I feel like they could have been done 10 years ago off sure. this whole rocker bus tour and that was it. And I think they had basically talking about that them being done so i think it's very surprising that they come out with came out with this album power up i don't know exactly why they wanted to do it but hey if they have that inclination kind of like paul mccartney does with um egypt station or he's coming out with paul mccartney 3 uh it's supposed to come out some point uh, it's been delayed because of covid or god knows whatever else um uh, but these either they just still have the drive and want to do it kind <laughs> 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 Ben's puking in the corner. Um, or I, you know, they just kind of feel like they still have it, or I don't really necessarily know what their drive is. Like, I think that's Paul. Paul's like a workhorse, you know, Paul McCartney. He's doing, he, he's not living unless he's working, you know, that's his like mantra. Paul's not the greatest living musician for no reason. So, right. I, I like that you mentioned Paul, but I don't because he's in a different class all by himself. I agree with that. But I'm just saying, guys that were big, 60s, 70s, 80s, I mean, uh, ACDC got huge in the 80s. But, I mean, these guys that are old, they've had so many hits, they can just chalk it up and be done. But they're still doing it. That would be a great question as an interviewer. What made you want to make this album? Yeah. Was it to stay relevant? What What is your incentive? Was mm-hmm. it a money grab? What what are you what are you really getting out of this? What right. what made you do it for you? Where do you get off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah to be all aggressive at him, uh, point fingers. <clears throat> Tom, uh... I need you to define the term uh, dumpster find for our listeners. Dumpster find. So I live next door to, well, where we live here in our apartment complex, there's dumpsters everywhere. And so when people are moving out, they put, you know, their couch, their old TVs, or actually just found old uh, toy trucks that had German writing on them. So I gave them to Chris to give them to uh, John's son, Hans, because they love everything German. And he's, you know, he's a young, young boy. Uh, six, five, six, something like that, and he loves playing with trucks all day. It's perfect. Dumpster find, though. 
Perfect. So, you know, finding something. The the chair I'm sitting in right now is a dumpster find. Right. Finding something golden in a place where you normally yes. find just garbage. Yes. This was the exact opposite. Oh, um, no. Burn. You, know, you, you think you're going home with something awesome. It's going to be great. It's really just a bag of cat shit. <laughs> oh, no. That's bad dumpster find. I, I hate this album. I, I listened to it probably about three times. Well, that's pretty solid for giving an album a chance. I, I hated it. You but know, you will you will say you're not. An I'm, I'm not really fan. an ACDC fan. I like their hits, sure, but their shits. God, <laughs> their shits are their shits, man. Um, I like Ugh. the singles. I'll say it. I like the the song "Realize." I, I I would say my favorite parts of any of the songs on this album is when the whole band and the whole group is singing together. It's like, a shot in the dark. Like they're all singing together. I'm like, yeah, everybody's doing it. And they got Brian Johnson, you know, back doing it. He's back doing his thing. But I love it when everybody's singing together. It's like the energy just kind of. It kicks up a little bit, um, and they do that and realize, and they do that in Shot in the Dark. Um, but I get it if you're not into ACDC, yeah, this one's not going on the rotation, it's not gonna get in, yeah, it's not gonna it's, do anything uh, for you. No, yeah, no, <laughs> I, would, I would give it a listen, um, sure, yeah. Uh, Heatwall listened to uh, I think three quarters of this album, but he is a notoriously ACDC hater. It's so I think it's, it's impressive that he good. listened to that that much. You know, yeah, Heat Wall's been that way since I've known him. Like that mm-hmm. man does not play ACDC, yeah. and he stays true to who he is. Um, ACDC has a very unique sound yeah. to them, and it's same with like Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Tom Petty, I can appreciate more though, but with ACDC, it's really just their singles that everyone likes. I will yeah. like those as well sure. because they're great. But everything else. It's like, God damn, can we get to a different album? <laughs> Moving That's on. True. But no, I, I love, I like the ACDC hits. Like, as a as a kid in sixth, seventh grade, one of my first yeah. out CDs I got Nothing was better Back than Black. Black and Black and Black, you know? Yeah. And I was listening to that at the gym because I was, again, I always, I always have to mention the gym. You know, the guns are not looking as good as I would have hoped today after I worked out arms. But I was listening to Power Up and I was like, I gotta finish up the workout hard, so I turned on uh, "Back in Black," and I was I was feeling good. I was rolling. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's like Ozzy Osbourne, you know, "Crazy Train." Um, sure, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna listen to a whole Ozzy album and be like, "Hell yeah!" What about Black I know Sabbath. He's... Black Sabbath, Ozzy. You know. I know, but no. Just, yeah, the harder <laughs> it's metal, just di- different. Yeah. And I, I've I've never understood the people that are obsessed with ACDC. Um, uh, uh, the, the first person that I knew was uh, someone from middle school. Uh, initials BP. BP. Um, was Brandon he, P. Uh, did he own uh, the oil company BP? No. Oh, Brandon. British Brandon, Petroleum. Brandon P. Brandon P. Brandon P. I didn't know he liked ACDC. Yeah, uh, he was all about him. But Bigums, Bigums uh, loves ACDC. But he was um, he was not like he would like ACDC. He was not drinking the Kool Aid on this album. He was like, "There's a couple of good songs, you know." I'm not like head over heels about it. Yeah. So he was realistic yeah. about it. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. We I had mean, our, our I, late night chat about it. I feel like ACDC definitely has their um, great following because people like that sound, and it is a lot better than a lot of the music that is coming out today. But it's going to be a lot of regurgitated sound that you've heard many, many years before yeah i agree with that um i did like the last track uh code red you know love mountain dew code red uh that's not what the song was about i hope to never receive a code red if you've ever seen a, a few good men i'll give you a code red oh god i'm gonna get work i'm gonna get there, work tonight there's gonna be a code adam as well did you order the code red do you go 
goddamn right I did. <laughs> ben just nodded at me just to get me to stop. Um, please. You, yeah, please stop. Just shut up. Um, you guys have anything else you want to add about power up? No, I do not. Um, uh, maybe power past this. Power past this. You know, just boot scoot on past. Arms thrusting, other things thrusting. If you guys are into that sort of thing, uh, we don't need to speak about Chris's special circle project. Uh oh, yeah, the climaxing. I think they're still climaxing. I don't know. I'm not. We, have, we hopefully haven't, we haven't checked in with Chris in a few minutes. <laughs> um, but do you guys have a last call, Ben? Do you have a bell sound effect? I didn't even bring them. Ben, we're in your home. <laughs> I thought I was like, there's no sound effects this episode. I thought they were there. I never actually looked over to you. I didn't even realize. I said shit, man. Hey, you're, I said shit, 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 shit. <clears throat> um, you're living in the moment, man. That's what I appreciate. So last call. Ding, 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 ding. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up the show? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap this thing up. Put a bow on it nice and tight. Ben wrap, is, wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, B, man. Um, is there anything else you want to add, Ben? He's trying. He's Hold on. Oh. Ben uh, Ben won't say anything, but he just got on his motorcycle. I think it's a Harley, and he just left. He's not He's not in here anymore. He gone. He gone. But uh, we appreciate you listening, but make sure you check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash basement. You can always email us at talkinrockbasement at gmail.com. Make sure you check out on our story on our Facebook page. We added a bunch of cool stuff. You see us uh, doing a bunch of beer bongs and uh, me particularly beer struggling. Beer bongs and Bentleys. Yes, that's all you need. Um, you can tweet me at Tom J. Ozio. Check me out on Instagram at Tom Ozio, if you feel so compelled. I'm Ben, and you can tweet me at Big Man Ben Ten on Twitter. You might have seen my most recent tweet. You're, you're dealing with a whole lot of Twitter crazies, Ben, and I feel kind of responsible for bringing you back onto Twitter. And I, I want to say I apologize. It's okay. Uh, yeah, my tweet to Northam last week. I think it had a uh, twelve thousand views. Holy cow! Yeah. How many comments and likes and stuff? Comments. <laughs> Not as much, but sure, sure. There were, that's the most action I've ever had on Twitter. And there were Your some hat? fucking crazy psycho so, trough monster, so toxic, <laughs> straight, just toxic <laughs> Twitter trolls on there. Yeah. And I want to be like, be gone, Twitter troll. Yeah, you you shall to, not comment on the Golden Gods you Twitter page. To, uh, you have to block them or mute them. Um, I did. Terrible, terrible people. But uh, Chris was telling me he was checking out your Twitter, and he was like, holy mother of God. There's just like the worst thing you've ever seen, just commenting on Ben's tweet. And I was like, oh, no. Ben's out there on his own, just they, like, they floundering. Told, they, they told me. Oh, no, they were like, no, uh, no. I, I was like, they, they were like, your fiance, you'll find another. And then they sent me a photo of big big owl with the 90 day fiance with his big neck and they're like you'll find another it'll be fine i was like you'll find another family it'll be all right oh no you know yeah Yeah, fuel fire with fire sure yeah i just uh i steer clear of all of that nonsense just like jones does you can't even find him anywhere tom tom was like cartoon yeah it's just a cartoon that play that motorcycle noise effect and i'm I'm gone but jones uh how can how can the people find you it's the big dog look for the clouds you know where to find me Jones 75 had, watts. Jones has his new vape, and there's clouds all over this place, and he couldn't be happier. But There's a screen that says how much, and that one was just 75 watts. 75 watts. 75 watts of power. Hey, I like it. Well, this has been Talking Rock in the Basement. We had a great time doing this episode. I'm really, uh, really looking forward to next week's episode, but make sure you check it out then. Have a good night.